this week on the Coach Mac Podcast. The Chippewas finished up spring ball, so we get an update on how things went. The NFL draft is this weekend, and a few Chippewas are hoping their names get called. And our guest this week is Central Michigan's new recruiting coordinator, Chris Calley. Thanks for checking in for another episode, and hope you enjoy. All right, Coach Mac, we're back. How are you doing this week? Doing fantastic, and uh, I mean, what a great week. We've got, uh, obviously, uh, we're, we finished up our spring practice, which was outstanding, and uh, feel really good about it. Um, you know, we're, we finished up our uh, individual player meetings, you know, before they head home for this break, and, and uh, that's been great. I just, it's one of my favorite times of the year, get a get a good 20, 25 minutes to just spend one-on-one -on -one with each player in our program and over a hundred kids just sitting there, not really talking about football, but just uh, talking about how they're doing and things that are going on in their lives and, and helping us learn about our team. Uh, being able to do that three times a year with each kid, it's something I really look forward to. And then, you know, we've got the draft coming up and, of course, I think it's the first Saturday in May, so there's some horses out there running, too, in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, a fun, fun time. Yeah, we got a lot going on, certainly. Let's start with, with your guys in spring ball. I mean, you, you got a chance to watch them practice a little bit. As you mentioned, you got a chance to, to get to know them individually. Just a, a little snippet before they, they head out. Uh, tell us about this team and your overall thoughts after spring ball is completed. Well, you know, you, 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 you find out about your team through each kid's kind of observation. And one of the great things we found out is how tight uh, this locker room is and how, you know, the kids, doesn't matter who they are, whether they were a walk-on or, you know, the, the, the starter on offense or defense, just the camaraderie and how connected they are and how, how good they feel when they come over together. You know, they're... they're like they say, there's there's not a lot of clicks. Uh, there there's always someone there for them, even though shoot, maybe a senior, maybe a freshman. Um, you know, I think that's real positive uh, coming from from our guys. So that's something we really I was really excited to hear about, and and we were able to finish up with a couple really good practices where we were able to focus on. Uh, you know, unusual things that, that may come up against new opponents, uh, against teams that, that we play every year that, that we had to make sure we hit on and thought we got that accomplished as well uh, as we finished out, you know, that last week of spring. Position-wise or, or just play-wise, was there something that stood out to you this spring that you really liked? Was was tackling really good or did the offense yeah. move the football well? Yeah. Or what were some of the no, things I, that stuck I out to you? I thought that was good. I, I, I really was excited the way we were starting to not go through ups and downs, mm -hmm. you know, during a practice, during a scrimmage. Uh, I felt like when, when maybe something didn't go right, we didn't let, let it bother us. Uh, you know, for a lengthy period of time where I felt last season we would go through some lulls during games and kind of guys waiting for somebody to, you know, pick us up and go. I think there was uh, good leadership um, on on both sides, and, and I thought that was really good. But, uh, you know, those were some of the things that really stood out to me. 
uh, you know, from a position group standpoint, I thought our young defensive backs uh, really, really gained some, uh, you know, really good confidence. And, and you could see them communicating and working together out there. Um, you know, those two young linebackers and, and really that linebacker room in general. Uh, I'm excited for them. And, you know, one of the things that goes along with that, um, developing some depth, which is really going to help us on special teams. I think we have discovered some core special teams guys that, that are really going to help us moving forward. How about the injury front? Did you guys stay uh, majority healthy throughout spring ball? Yeah, we, we did. Uh, you know, DJ Stephanie had a little bit of an ankle that, that uh, uh, you know, held him up uh, for a few more practices than we really would have liked uh, Marion Luke's, you know, we got a good week and a half out of him, but he wasn't able to finish, but not, not things that are, you know, career ending or season ending or anything like that. Um, you know, Cade Klimzak was the one I just feel horrible about, uh, you know, got a knee. Uh, he's a guy that, you know, stepped in and has played uh, for us when, when we've been dinged up in the offensive line and, you just feel bad for a guy, you know, that puts so much work in. But uh, you know what? He'll he'll come back and and uh, be better than ever when he when he gets it done. But that that's really the one that you know that that you know hurt us that won't you know, won't be able to go into next season. Well, it sounds like obviously a, a couple of dings certainly, and um, you know you only get so much time. But it sounds like for the most part, seems like you had a, a a good spring ball, productive spring ball here in 2022. We did, and, and you know after looking outside the way it's been in this uh, part of the country for spring, being able to get outside for four days was a, a blessing. You know of your 15 <laughs> practices, so I can't imagine you guys playing baseball right now and this stuff, uh, you know, which uh, has been tough. But uh, you know what? The Tigers are only a game and a half out. Cabrera gets, you know, 3,000 hits coupled with his 500 home runs. And what a great tribute that was, seeing the guys that are in that club kind of give their uh, best wishes, man. He's in an elite com company, isn't he? Yeah, he really is. I mean, that's um... – that's pretty special. 33 guys have now collected 3,000 hits, and I think there have been something crazy like over 20,000 major leaguers, whether they've played one game or gone on to have lengthy careers. So you think about that number, 20,000 major league baseball players all time, and only 33 have hit 3,000. That's, that's pretty remarkable, and he's certainly going to go down as one of the best right-handed bats this game has seen. Well, and, and you look at, you know, take it a step further. Now, add that 3,000 hits and 500 columns, you know. Uh -huh. I mean, <laughs> how many of those guys are there? Seven. You know, what is there? There's like seven or yeah. something like that that are in that club. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I whatever that number is, I don't know what it is, but uh, wow, that's all I can say. Yeah, that was pretty cool, too, and I think um... – you know, it's it's been tough in Detroit for, you know, professional sports have struggled specifically here in the last few years. The the wings have been down and rebuilding. The Tigers are certainly rebuilding. And uh, obviously the Pistons are trying to come back up and the, the Lions trying to start with a brand new regime. So to see the support from how loyal 
Detroit fans are, fans in the state of Michigan to go out there and, I mean, it looked like there were 35, 40,000 people in Comerica Park. So that was pretty cool that they all came out and supported him for that. No, they were. And, and, uh, and I kind of feel bad for that manager for the Yankees, you know, boom, <laughs> that, you know, decided to walk him, you know, in a, in a three run game, but he actually did the right thing. You know I mean? That's, that's good baseball with, with the uh, first base open, but I guess that meant all the people had to come back the next day to see him collect his 3000th hit. Yeah, exactly. And you know, they, they came through and you never want to be that guy that uh, sees the batter in front of you get intentionally walked because then what does that say about you? But then when that guy comes up and delivers, uh, that's, yeah. that's pretty special kind of uh, kind of a little payback there. <laughs> no, that's right. I think it's great. Well, yeah, so good to see the Tigers. Coach Mack, I hope you haven't looked at the lug nut standings because uh, my luggies are struggling. We're sitting in last place, so we got to get things rolling here. Well, what, what the, I, I'm feeling good, you know. I mean, <laughs> still early, and uh, you like some of the guys that we have on that team, so uh, we'll get it done. I think so. Here's the good news, too, about minor league baseball. They are going back to the reset at the halfway mark, so you play the first half and then you reset to 0-0 for the second half of the season, and you take the first half winner of the division and the second half division winner, and those two will make the playoffs. So even if they, you know, don't have a great first half, they can finish strong in the second half and get in the playoffs then. There we go. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it is. A, it's a great idea, the reset. I love it. Well, the good news uh, is uh, baseball in full force, Spring ball has concluded, and now, Coach Mack, we, we turn our heads to a, a big weekend uh, for some of your guys and just football in general. The NFL draft is finally here in 2022, and this is a, this is a big opportunity for a lot of talented guys coming out of Central Michigan this year. Yeah, it is. And, in, in, uh, you know, the two guys getting the most recognition, obviously uh, well-deserved. Uh, the two offensive linemen, uh, you know, Gadecki and, and uh, Bernard, and, and uh, you know, they, they stopped in uh, last week on their way out, uh, and I thought it was great uh, just to kind of see those guys and, and just feel the excitement. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of work, a lot of work that goes into it. And uh, whoever gets them are going to be – uh, you know, better off as football teams. Uh, obviously, some other guys, you know, uh, Khalil Pimpleton, who to me is the heart and soul of this program and, and ever, every single person that calls. I mean, to me, he's, he's a guy that, that no matter where you're at in the National Football League, you want in your building. Uh, and I think he's going to get that opportunity. I know Troy Harrison. Uh, who put up great numbers for us. He actually did some work out, and, and we've been getting calls about, you know, possibly even moving over and being a fullback type, you know, is the, the way he plays. So um, he did some of that at his pro day, and I thought it was really good. And, and uh, Gage Kresge, who has, uh, you know, was a core special teams player for us, started all last year at safety, uh, really puts my popping numbers out there uh, during his pro day. And, and uh, I know those guys are excited about the possibility of, of getting in camp. You know, Ja'Cory Sullivan, who 
who uh, it, it, I thought he had a, a really cool moment. Uh, he not only came and did his pro day and has been doing a good job with his workouts, but went down and caught for uh, Colin Kaepernick down at uh, Michigan uh, during their spring game and, and did some good things down there. So excited for all those guys. Yeah, great opportunity and, and certainly – going to be interesting to see where they all land. Uh, what's it like for you, Coach Mack, to kind of sit back and you've done what you can with these guys in terms of helping them while they're at CMU, both on the field and off the field, and just molding them now to kind of sit back and root them on. What's it like for you this weekend? Well, I, I uh, <laughs> these guys were all guys that, that – believed in us when we got here and they're a special group uh a group that that won a ton of games here for central and and have you know committed and helped to us or helped us get back on the map a little bit and um you know i just you know more than anything i just i'm, I'm proud of them i'm happy for them and uh you know i'm better uh you know that that they were in my life. Uh, they, they're great kids, and, and uh, they're going to do a lot of good things in the future. For you, in terms of uh, – you, we talked about it a, a couple of podcasts ago about how much these NFL scouts and coaches are, are reaching out to you. Is it still going on throughout the week of the draft and into draft days, or what's it like from that perspective on a week like this one? Yeah, I mean, in the past, uh, for sure. I mean, and even prior to picks, uh, <laughs> phone <laughs> rings from guys that you know, and and uh, I don't know. It's 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 an exciting time. It's it's a long time, you know. I I uh, think all the way back. You know, you think about that draft, and they've done you know the thirty for thirty on the Elway to Marino draft in. Uh, that was kind of in my time when I was waiting for my phone to ring, which I'm still waiting for it, Adam. It still hasn't <laughs> rang. But, uh, but no, it's, uh, I, I just think about how, how far this NFL draft thing has come. And, uh, you know, it's, it's become now a true spectacle and, and something over three days that, you know, the NFL stays uh, front and center year round. There haven't been a ton of Central Michigan first-round draft picks because it's hard to do. There's a lot of talented players across the landscape of college football, but another opportunity potentially Thursday and another potential offensive lineman that could go in the first round. You look back at Joe Staley in 2007 with the Niners and then, of course, Eric Fisher going number one overall in 2013 to the Chiefs. How cool would it be to see – Bernard Raymond potentially sneak in there and maybe go first round on Thursday. Well, you know, I think you talked about a couple guys right there that have probably paved the way for that maybe to happen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, these, the, the, the bubs, man, they, the people know about them and, and, you know, what those guys were able to do before Bernard uh, going in and, and being successful. Uh, and then coming from this program and coming from this league, um, I think they're the ones who kind of paved the way uh, for this kind of thing to maybe happen. 
Certainly going to be fun to watch. And uh, I, I know you, you mentioned Khalil Pimpleton. That's a, that's a really interesting – I'm really interested to see what team takes a chance on him because you said it. I mean, he's he's got the personality. I know he worked out and was catching some, some punts out in the snow for a couple of teams <laughs> on right. draft day. But, yeah. man, what a home run hire or what a home run get for a team that potentially takes a chance on Khalil Pimpleton. Very interested to see – how he pans out this weekend at the draft. Yeah, I know that, uh, you know, the amazing thing, and, the, and these guys, like I said, they research everything. And, and a couple of teams told me about, you know, they always say, oh, can he take it because of his size? And yet um, his percentage of play uh, in games and the fact he basically only missed two total series in his career here and it isn't like he's not on the field he's on all the time and uh you know the other amazing thing is when you talk about he never missed a practice <laughs> so think of that uh you know he's a durable guy he's he's obviously uh you know an, an electric player and, and uh you know i any team's going to be happy to have Khalil Pimpleton in their locker room. Yeah, certainly. We uh, had a great chance to watch him up close and we'll be excited to see what he and these other guys do at the next level draft coming up this weekend. Where are you watching it, Coach Mack? Well, uh, I'm actually headed to check on uh, what's going to be my fourth uh, grandbaby down in oh. Phoenix. So hopefully... Maybe I'd be holding him while we're watching a little bit of the draft. So uh, I'm going to be able to do that, and I'm excited for that. And then, uh, you know, at that same time, on the other TV, you know, we'll have our eye on the Kentucky Derby. So Busy weekend. Well, congrats to, to you and the family. It sounds like getting a little bit bigger. And uh, That is. <laughs> I don't know whether we're getting bigger or I'm getting older. I guess. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> well, and coming up here, um, we're going to have the, the new recruiting coordinator as your coaching staff got newer and uh, about the same size, maybe a little bit bigger, but uh, Chris Callie is going to hop on and join us. Yeah, we're excited to have Chris uh, join us. Uh, got a great background here in the state and a uh, guy that I actually met when we first started going to camps down at uh, Wayne State. They do a great job down there. He was coaching there and and uh, he's actually also uh, coached on a staff with with Johnny Ballgame Leister that that uh, is our director of stuff, and uh, he speaks so highly of him as well. And since he's been here, he's really helped us maintain that that footprint pipeline because he's been into these schools as a football coach, recruiting, uh, grew up uh, down in that area where, you know what. We've had a lot of success, and we need to continue to have success uh, getting Chippewas in here. Well, let's go ahead and bring him in, Coach Mack. Here is Chris Callie. Yeah, you know what? We're excited to have Chris, as I mentioned kind of before we got on. He, he brings a ton of wealth a wealth of knowledge uh, of the game of football, but relationships, and really in recruiting, it's all about relationships. And, uh, you know, Chris, welcome on board, man. 
Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it and definitely glad to be here. I'll tell you that. You know, it's the first time I think I've ever used Chris. It's always Callie. <laughs> I mean, where, you always just had that nickname. I know it's your last name, but. I, I always go by Callie. Um, there's a lot of Chris's out there. There's fewer <laughs> Callies, so it's usually easier. When somebody else, Chris, you know, I don't want to be one of a thousand turning, so Callie's usually what I go by. Well, you know, when, when your name first came up uh, for this position and, and uh, you know, they kept saying, talk, talking about this Cali guy, I said, you know what, we don't need players from California. <laughs> we need them from the footprint. <laughs> I, I get that once or twice. Like, wait, Cali like California? Yes, like California, but I'm from Detroit. Just so everyone, you know, swear on that. I'm from Detroit. That's right. So, give us a little background. Uh, you know, you said you're from Detroit, and uh, obviously went to high school down there and that kind of stuff. Tell us kind of the journey that that you've taken to get to Central Michigan. Absolutely. Um, uh, born and raised in Detroit. Um, you know, from the little league, I was a uh, Denby Giant early on. Denby Giant. Denby Giant. Did you guys on. ever win any games? Well, there's a couple. Okay, there's a couple. There's a couple. Right. Um, but from there, um, I actually ended up moving out to the West Coast a little bit. I uh, lived with my mom out there in Idaho for eight years um, and then made my way back. I did went to uh, Gross Point South for a semester, ended up graduating from Warren Lincoln, so just outside of Detroit. Um, immediately after that, I obviously got into college and ran track and field, played some football. Um, obviously enjoyed that part. And immediately after graduation, I was one of those that didn't know what to do. So I stuck around football, and I've been around it ever since. I'm going into my 14th year awesome. in football, which I was unaware the number was that high. Right. So it was a uh, hell of a journey going through. Adrian um, started there, went to high school for a year when I had my first son, uh, Britton. He's seven now. Uh, then after that, I've made some stops. Um, Wisconsin, Stevens Point, Urbana, um, Lindenwood, Belleville, um, and then had the outstanding opportunity to come to Central after a stop at Wayne State uh, for four years. So it's it's been a journey. It's been a lot of miles, but I'm glad to be home and staying home. You know, I've noticed kind of as you, you know, jumped into this, you brought a lot of great things because you've been on the road recruiting and, and you know kind of what that part's like. Tell us how that's helped you in this role of, of evaluation and, and kind of being on top of, of uh, the recruiting part of it. Absolutely. Well, and that's the beautiful part about it is when, you know, I, I heard about the opportunity from Johnny Ballgame. Um, it was right in my wheelhouse because I've been in the schools. I've been on the road recruiting. I, I know what that's like. And I know there's, you know, an easier path at times or a more efficient path. Um, and again, it's those relationships you talk about where, you know, I've had the, the pleasure of meeting a lot of high school coaches throughout um, the great state of Michigan and Ohio and Illinois, Indiana. Um, and those relationships are ones that I do cherish and keep, you know, close to my heart. And those guys I've just kind of kept reaching out to, and it's made it easier to make this transition into the role I'm in now. The uh, interesting thing that's happened uh, most recently is this whole portal get-up thing, right? Absolutely. And, and it's like added a whole new science to okay. what we're doing. Yes. You know, I know we're still – committed to, to recruiting the high school players first mm -hmm. and yet how, how do you how have we gone about trying to find kind of background on some of these portal guys well that's the hard part is is the background obviously you want to make sure you bring people into your your program that are, are solid character guys first obviously there's a lot of guys that can play great football but the character is the most important part of keeping the culture and the program in, in place um, so the background has been a little bit tougher 
but at the same time, it's it's man hours, it's it's effort, it's time, it's making phone calls to guys you may not know of, hey, you know, I've got a guy, can you give me your opinion? And make sure you reach a lot of different avenues. It's not just their position coach, it's, you know, the head coach, it's administrators throughout the building, just anyone you can find to talk about this young man, this individual, um, kind of helps you put the full picture together, if you will. I think a little bit, Adam, like uh, we talked about, you know, the the background, you know, that, that they do for the NFL draft. There's a lot of those same things that, that we have to go through to ensure we're getting a, a, a quality Chippewa in here. Absolutely. And I think the, the key part that you hit there, Coach, was we're still building the program through high school guys. Um, you know, the portal has been almost like a version of the junior college ranks yeah. for us where if we have a hole or, you know, if there is an injury that comes up, we can kind of look for a guy within the portal. But the main part of the program and the team being developed through high school guys has made it easier to transition into some portal stuff because we don't have to do it a lot. You know, there's one or two guys here and there that we really have to pick up. Other than that, it's all high school and it's development. What's been uh, kind of your biggest transition coming to Central Michigan and not knowing kind of how we do things and that kind of stuff? What what have been some of the things you've uh, picked up on and, and uh, see that we do here? Well, I think the biggest transition, honestly, is going to be putting down the whistle. Yeah. You know, I've been a coach for, like I said, going on 14 years, and I don't have a coaching assignment here. So that's the biggest transition. Um, I think the nice part and what I have picked up on really, really quick is the genuineness of the people. Um, I tell all the recruits when they come to the door, it's like, look, I'm me, and I'm going to be me all the time. Just it is who I am. But the beautiful part about it is everyone on the staff and everyone in the building there are them all the time, you know, Aches is always loud and excited. He's passionate and you're going to get that every single day of the week. Um, and it's been phenomenal being in a workplace and a working environment like that. It, it makes it easier to come in in the morning. Um, it makes it hard to leave at night because you just enjoy being around the people in the building. You know, the, uh, one of the big pieces is, is we kind of look and, and you mentioned about the background piece, um, you know, digging into to where some of these kids and, and you know people that have been in those areas. Has that made it kind of easier for you as we call to our footprint, um, kind of do, try to do background on these kids? It definitely has because a lot of those relationships I've developed and cultivated, you know, with just, again, good, genuine people, you know, they are also the type that's going to give you the God honest truth. Yeah. You know, I call about a guy. It's not always going to be a glowing endorsement. You know, when there's an issue there, they don't tell you, hey, Callie, you know, we go back a ways, here's here's the story, A, B, all the way through Z, um, which makes it nice because you can trust and understand this is exactly what I'm getting, you know, from his opinion, and this is what he's had with the guy, his background with him. Sure. Well, Adam, as you can tell, man, bringing somebody in with, uh, obviously, Cali's background uh, is something we really looked, you know. We, we had some holes to fill and in our recruiting department and um, you know, I'm happy for those guys being able to move on and, and uh, you know, move up and, and that kind of thing. And yet finding quality people like Cali is really what it's all about. And you know, for us, man, I'm glad you're here. Well, for me, I'm also glad I'm here, coach. I appreciate it. Um, it's been a phenomenal time so far and can't wait to keep going. So you go pulling up here in this parking lot in this Camaro, <laughs> like, is it like, and I don't know what kind of pipes you got on that thing, but 
holy mackerel. It's got a little growl to it. It's yeah. got a little growl to it. My uh, my brother-in-law, great guy. Um, he's a, a car junkie, and he's kind of helped me do some exhaust work. Is that, yeah. is that what it yeah, is? that's what it is, 100%. <laughs> he's helped me do a little bit of exhaust work, so it's got a little growl to it. I was sitting there in the parking lot the other day, and, and he starts this thing remotely from somewhere. I was on the phone, and I was like, I about jumped out of my truck you know, when I heard this thing going. So. Yeah, it's got a little growl. It, it's it's my one toy. I, I have very few indulgences, so my car is kind of the the one I have for sure. <laughs> I love it. Well, great man. Well, I'm glad you're here, and and really appreciate you being part of this Chippewa family. And look forward to getting some great players in here. Yes, sir. Absolutely, I appreciate it, and thank you for having me. All right, man. Coach Mack, maybe you need to upgrade the automobiles. Uh, <laughs> get get something new to kind of compete with what he's bringing to the table. No, it's great. I, I, I tell you, Callie's been, he's just stepped right in the office and, and you know what? He, he hit the ground running. Uh, he and Ryan McNamara uh, have done a unbelievable job kind of taking from Albert Nasset kind of the, the, the blueprint and, and running with it. And uh, it's been, it's been really good. We've had, we had another very successful junior day uh, this past weekend. Um, we'll start our official visits. Uh, we'll start that first weekend in June, and we'll have a second one there probably about the third weekend of June. And, and uh, these guys are doing a fantastic job keeping it all organized. And I know you mentioned it earlier here uh, during the Spring Ball podcast that you're really happy with where recruiting is right now with your program. So certainly important that they keep things moving in the right direction. No, that's right. And, you know, the amount of kids, you just got to stay on top of it. And, uh, you know, the key is is, is uh, evaluation, evaluation, evaluation. And, you know, it's it's not as much about you know, trying to make sure you're getting the right players, you know, that's a big piece, but really making sure you're not getting too many wrong players. That That's that's a big part of it. And, uh, you know, we've, we've done a good job of kind of narrowing down and, and focusing on, you know, certain critical factors at each position that we look for and, and ones that have been successful here at Central Michigan. So that's what's nice about being here a little bit, plus – and we've got kids that want to be here now where we're not out there begging them. And, and that's, that's something that's, uh, you know, credit, credit those guys that, you know, in these last couple of senior classes that have, have developed this thing into a you know, place people want to be at. When you go in and recruit a guy, you obviously, you're, you're looking at, you know, what they can contribute on the field, but obviously the makeup of the person, right. And, and who they yeah, are. Huge. So, yeah. Has that evaluation changed any for you and the recruiting staff, Coach, just knowing how easy it is to to leave a program now with the transfer portal? Uh, is there different elements, or is it still You know what, the, the, the portal deal is going to happen, and, and yep. I'm happy for You know, my deal is, is, look, I want every kid, doesn't matter where they're at, who they are, I just want them to be happy. And. You know, for us, bringing the right type in here that, that's going to be committed to, you know, to our program and, and to this university is very, very important. And yet, you know, for, for guys, you know, sometimes it isn't, you know, and, and uh, maybe they want to go see what it is somewhere else. And I, I wish them nothing but the best. Uh, and that's, 
that's all I want for them. And, you know, we'll, we'll have the guys that, that uh, are here. Uh, it's really important, at, and especially at a place like this. they got to want to be here. And for them to be successful, it's not going to be easy. Uh, they've got to work at it. They've got to develop. And, and, uh, and like you said, one of the things in the first segment about, you know, that we learned about our team or I learned about our team is really what a tight-knit group they are and how much they do care for each other. All right, tell us what uh, what you got coming up. Obviously, I know spring ball is done, and uh, you had the kind of exit meetings for the spring. So what's on the agenda here in the future for the program? Well, the, the staff is on the road uh, doing evaluations right now um, and seeing a lot of kids. Uh, it's great to be able to get kind of back out. You know, really the first kind of full spring, kind of post-COVID, where uh, we're out. Uh, building those relationships, evaluating the kid, whether it's in a track meet, uh, um, you know, whatever it might be, uh, talking to people in the buildings, uh, trying to get as much information on the kids that that we're going to recruit and offer uh, for the upcoming uh, recruiting class, as well as the next couple of years recruiting classes. Uh, we had a really good group of 2024s and 2025 grads actually in here at our last junior day so you know i think we're we're making headway that way and and it's a year-round deal now you you gotta you gotta stay on it because if you're not recruiting somebody else is and and you're gonna miss out on guys do you ever feel super old with how young these recruits look every single year as you continue to you know get up a little bit higher in the age department well we're at that point where I've had actually, you know, former players that were now recruiting their kids. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of a neat deal. We had one here the other day, in fact. And, um, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, I think it goes back to really, you know, you come full circle. We talked about a little bit, too. I mean, I've got a former player now on the coaching staff, <laughs> you know. Um, and now he's recruiting. So, um it's it's kind of neat. It, it's uh, it's great to see. Uh, you know, we've had you know now some former Chippewa players and their kids are are you know coming in. We've had a couple of those here uh, unofficially last week, and I thought that was fantastic. So uh, it just kind of keeps going, and uh, it's kind of the it's all about the cycle. So what you're saying is it pays off to, to be in coaching as long as you have and maybe to get up there and in the age department. Is that right? Hey, I ain't old. I don't know who you're talking to. Come on. Come on. <laughs> but you're burying me over here. I don't know about that. <laughs> I love it, Coach. Well, hey, we're uh, we're looking forward to everything that's that's going on in the future and Seriously, we are blessed to have you as the head coach and have all your, your entire coaching staff and the work that you guys put in and uh, the, the student athletes that you bought in and brought to this program to Central Michigan. Can't wait to see what this unit looks like coming up in 2022 because that season is going to be right around the corner. And I know, just like you know, how much people up here in Mount Pleasant enjoy watching Central Michigan football. Right. We've got a huge phase. I mean, this, uh, you know, a little bit of time off and then back at it in the summer program and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, being able to where we feed these guys a little bit and help them on the nutrition piece because, you know, that's an important 
important piece having your team here uh, all summer and and uh, you know those guys that's where your team's made and uh, you know they're up here working when no one else is around and, and uh, that's a great thing I can't wait for that part and, and then we get back in August and get ready to roll it'll be here soon can't wait for it coach Mac enjoy some family time and uh, obviously good luck on the recruiting trail and we'll wish your uh, your former players heading into the draft this week the best of luck can't wait to see where those Chippewas end up as they try and make a name for themselves this university and keep on keeping on with uh, all the accomplishments they've already gathered and success coming hopefully at the next level as well no uh, really excited for them excited for all those guys that are going to get an opportunity to get into a camp and and uh, you know it's a dream for a lot of kids and you know, as I told our guys be so grateful for that opportunity and and if and when you do get that opportunity make sure you don't leave anything you know leave it all out there you know don't, don't look back and have any regrets all righty sir i like it well have a great weekend and we'll talk to you again soon all right bud thanks man